Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Welcome to Waves of Den. The topic for this winter season is short stories. So let's jump right into it. The title for this first episode in short stories is Granny. So here we go. Some call theirs Nana and Nona and many more terms, but I called mine's Granny and she was my grandmother. I grew up in a three-bedroom, green-painted, stilt house with my granny and parents in the Caribbean. From the time I was six years old until I was 18, she took us on vacation every two years. It was just she and I. She would book the Royal Caribbean cruise ship that sailed from country to country in the Caribbean. One of the ship's stops is in Florida, and after disembarking there, we would spend a few days there and then fly back home. When I was 18 years old, I left home to study dentistry in Toronto, Canada, with the help of scholarships. You have a good head on your shoulders. Keep it there. I love you very much, my grandmother said to me. Before I left for Toronto, I hugged my granny so tightly at the airport that my mom had to pull me away from her. My granny was my mom's mother, and we shared a flat-shaped forehead, small brown eyes, a dark chocolate complexion, and we were always quick to smile. My height, though, I took from my father's side. When I was 12 years old, I was my granny's height, and at 14, I was towering over her. Unfortunately, my dad's mom passed away from cancer when I was five years old. Sadly, I do not remember my relationship with her, but my dad says that she loved me very much and she could always make me smile when I was grumpy or crying. Your granny got it in her head that she needs to fill the role of two grandmothers after your other granny passed, so she spoils you silly. My mother sometimes say I disagree with her opinion because my granny did not break one of my parents' rules for me. Yes, she always gives me an extra helping of food, pocket money for my knickknacks, and she always takes me with her on the cruise ship. Okay, okay, maybe she did spoil me, but only a little. When I was 12, I fell out of my neighbor's mango tree and cracked open the middle of my forehead. I thought I would bleed to death because there was so much blood. My parents were at work, but my granny was at home. She bandaged me up and saved my life. Then the fear of heights began to overtake me, and my grandmother noticed it. My granny loved to eat mangoes, ripe, green, or in between. It did not matter to her. She would eat it. So a few weeks after my fall, we were sitting on our veranda. Do you see that ripe mango right up there? She asked, pointing to it in our neighbor's yard. Yes, I replied. Do you think I can reach it 
with the bamboo stick? I don't know. Okay, she said, slowly getting up. Let's go and see. She walked down the ten or so flight of steps and pulled out the six-foot-long bamboo stick housed with other wood in a corner under our house. We carried it through the gate, then through our neighbor's entrance and tried to hit down the ripe mango. The smell of mangoes was mouth-watering because I too loved to eat them. Oh, let me quickly add that we could freely take some fruits from their fruit trees and they can do the same with us. We had guava, coconut and other fruit trees in our yard, but no mangoes. We couldn't reach the mango. Let's see if the neighbor's grandson is home. Then he can climb the tree and get it for us, Granny suggested. I can get it for you, Granny, I said. Really? She asked. Would you do that for your Granny? I'll do anything for you, Granny. And before I knew it, I was up the tree and picking the mango for her. So my fear of height abruptly ended. When I left home for school in Toronto, the plan was to return home every summer, but on my first summer there, I decided to take a few classes to keep on track with my five-year plan to graduate. Besides, I was in love and didn't want to separate from my love, no, not even for three weeks. My parents were disappointed that I was not coming home, but glad that I was putting my education first. My granny, although she was sad she could not see me, said, Keep that head on your shoulders, and I'm always praying for you, and I love you. The following February, my love interest wanted to take our relationship to the physical level, if you know what I mean, but I was not ready for that. The temptation was there, but the thought of having a child at that time, no matter the protection used to prevent it, was too overwhelming for me. So our relationship became, I love you, but I have needs too. My love was my heartbeat, so I wasn't going to let go of us. So I held on with the promise that I would fulfill his desire on my birthday in April. However, I became tardy with my study habits because when I should have been studying, my love and I were at the mall, in a theater, or somewhere else. Therefore, my schoolwork began to slip. I turned in a few assignments late and I drifted off to sleep in a few classes. Also, even though I was eating my usual portion of food, I was losing weight. A few friends expressed their concern for me, but I couldn't speak to them about my love because I know they didn't think a relationship turning physical was a big deal. I knew this because of listening to them about their relationships. Then in last March, the virus hit the world and my granny called me. Yes, sometimes she texts me too, but she would mainly call. Come home, sweetie, come home, she said. She and these words were all it took to flood my eyes with tears and strengthened me simultaneously. I was back home at the international airport two weeks later, weeping uncontrollably in my granny arms. On the veranda the following day, I told my granny everything about my life in Toronto, which included my love. I was not looking for advice from her because 
She had already taught me how to choose my friends while growing up. She had already taught me how to stand firm for what I believe. And she had also taught me that when it was time to let go, I should let go. As I talked with her that day, these thoughts flooded my mind and slowly the me that I recognized returned. But still, there was a change in me that I could not face at that time. Sadly though, three months after returning home, my granny passed away in her sleep. And how can I explain my grief with words? I can't. Nevertheless, sharing my granny with you and others helps keep my memories of her alive. The end. Thanks for listening, guys. Goodbye.